This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. Hello, listeners. This is your host, Mark David Christensen. And Connie Shin. We are recording right outside the Arc-like cinemas in Hollywood. It is exactly 1.02 a.m. We just got out of a screening of It, which started on October 1st to kick off this month of all 31 Days to Scare Dave, where I agree to see scary movies, which I normally avoid for the entire month, which this year is going to be curated by your mm, yours wonderful... Yours truly. <laughs> <Gun> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we just... Let's just get into it. We just came out of it. This is the first scary movie for we saw October. It and our, we're joined by our lovely friend, Joan Ford. Ford. Hi, Joan. Hi, guys. <laughs> so when you hear that sexy voice, that is Joan, not your hosts. Um, great. So. What did you think? This is my second time seeing it. This is your first. That's true. It's your second. It's my first. Before we get into what I thought, why? This is the first movie. Sorry. I mean, I sort of had a little, a little, a little play in this of wanting to see this for the for the start of the month, mm-hmm. just because it's big in theater. But why did you think you? Was there a reason at all you think I should have saw this movie for for um, for part of this haunted month? Well, because this movie, like, literally, is it was highly anticipated. Yeah, and it like they was they released the trailer months ago, and this is a. Um, they made a movie before. Well, it was a miniseries, right? A miniseries on TV, a two-part miniseries, and this was in the nine, early 90s, yeah. late 80s, and they they remade it, and it's based on one of Stephen King's most successful books. It, Over a thousand pages, yeah, or it's at like, least it, a thousand. It's crazy long. The book is crazy. I, I read part of the book. I saw part, the original. When you say you read part of it, what part did you read? Uh, the beginning and parts in the middle. Uh, did you just skip around? Did you get bored? I, no, no. I didn't get bored. I skipped around. It wasn't my copy. That's the thing. It was my sister's copy. I was actually uh, okay. trying to re-find it because I wanted to reread it because for this, but oh. I couldn't find it, weirdly enough, last time I was at my parents' place. Because Pennywise took it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I saw this with Joan when it first came out, and I, like, I was, like, clinging to her, and I I jumped a couple of times, so I was like, Dave, this movie might destroy you. Yeah, you warned me that this movie would, was going to scare the shit out of me. And it did. I didn't. <laughs> I what? He said Dave shit several times. <laughs> yeah, Joan just said I shat several times in the theater, which is completely. Yeah, they're cleaning up right now. Yeah, yeah. I've just been told that I can never return to Arclight because I was so scared I shat in the seat. So this is my final viewing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you at the ground. Thanks, it. Yeah. You can shit anywhere on the ground. Yeah, they, they yeah, clean. They're, they're very the clean while you're there. That's what it's for. Like, go ahead. The Cheesecake Factory. American Girl. <laughs> Shit everywhere. <laughs> so this is my second time seeing it, and I was I I screamed the second time. Right. I I I wish I I didn't hear you scream. 
It was when the the lady, the the crazy oh, painting lady, came out again, again in the sewer. Yeah, when he got the guy. When before yeah, he yeah, got when, whatever. When she gets Stan, Stanley. Yeah, and um, so were you scared by this? So, I was not scared by this movie. Why? But again, I, I do want to. I want to iterate that. That doesn't mean I did not enjoy this movie. Okay. Can I get that out of the way? Like, yeah. the the fact that I wasn't scared does not mean I did not enjoy this. I, I, just, oh, I think I've I've seen Connie's lineup for this month. I feel like there are movies that are going to legitimately scare you that you are not going to enjoy. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went through the list, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, uh, you went through the list." Day three, I, did, I think day three. If, if if that if the lineup stays the same, I think day three. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, like like she saw it and she was like, "Oh, you're gonna show him that." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah even I don't want to watch yeah, that." I will, no, no, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna watch that. Uh, you'll find out what it is. I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I probably do know what it is. Yeah. I just. I'll, I'm gonna. I've agreed to watch every movie <laughs> that you put late. on that list. <laughs> the only reason the list has ever been changed is if I've seen it before. Okay. But. Um. I didn't. I don't know why. I just didn't. I literally was looking for them because most scary movies. Back in the day, and even before this, I would go see with other people. Either either to get to me to a scary movie is like going to take like critical praise for it, or it's like an interesting take, and I start to hear, and I get curi- curious. Like it follows is the only way. I just thought visually I wanted to see it, and so I went out of my way and saw it. And I at least jumped once in that movie. Um, oh yeah, we saw it follows. Yeah, yeah, you, me, and Lilan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Disney Channel star Leon Bowden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andy Mack? Is yeah, that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh, saw a movie with her. <laughs> we saw a movie with her. <laughs> yeah, hit up the social medias about that, <laughs> listeners. But so, in regards to that, also, I've always gone to horror movies. My brother Tom, my oldest yeah. brother, he can get me to go see a horror movie. And he laughs at me because I will jump really big yeah. typically. In everything I see that's like supposed to be scary, I'll jump one big jump and he'll laugh at me. And I was like, when is this going to happen in this movie? This movie, what got me like, it did creep me out. Like, it did get me invested in the sense of like, oh no, when's the scare coming? Like, it had the tone down. I, I liked it. I, I thought Pennywise was great. Like, just as a villain. But we'll get to that where I, I call him more of a villain than like a whore. Like it didn't fit. This Not movie. a monster. Yeah, yeah. Call him a monster. That's yeah. fine. Uh, but I don't know. I never had a moment where I was like, "Oh, you got me." It was more. I was just fascinated to watch what was going to come next. Mm. It never. It never. Jump made me jump. I was really surprised. It, it's not saying it didn't surprise me. I just didn't jump mm-hmm. at with fear. Well, you said you enjoyed it. What did you enjoy about it? I thought visually it was great. There was a couple of moments that were a little cliche, like that were a little too like like eye candy for me. Like simply like this is a dumb moment, but like right before what was the bully's name? The insane bully, Henry Bowers. Oh, yeah, Henry yeah. Bowers. Right yeah. before he gets, before it gives him the um, uh, the switchblade. The switchblade. Mm-hmm. There's like a shot where he's like he's like mourning in front of his fucking like his, like, his thunderbird yeah, or whatever, yeah. and then they're like asking him, "Is okay?" That part, I was like, "This shot's yeah. too perfect." Yeah. Like I literally was like, okay. "This shot's too perfect." Like, give me a fucking break. Uh, this artsy fucking shot. <laughs> um, but where that? I, I no, but like I'll say this: what I really enjoyed it was like I think the tonally, it does get you like, "Ooh, something's yeah. coming." They got that. They nailed that. I think the look of Pennywise was great. His, I thought Sarsgaard, 
the voice was just so, and I loved the fluctuation in his like pitch. Mm-hmm. That was great, and like there was a bunch of small moments throughout that that I thought the pitch was just so interesting. That's so and interesting because I saw the original and I thought Tim Curry in the original was a thousand times scarier. Really? Yeah. See, I've never seen the original, so I yeah, because I weirdly I didn't like the look or the voice of it in this version at all, even though you were scared. I was, but it was more of the jump factor. But once he started talking, I just being like, I don't like this choice. I don't like oh, this really? choice. Yeah, I think I I liked it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it a little better than what Curry did because I feel like. Uh, like the Tim Curry incarnation, I feel like he doesn't quite get that it's supposed to be something like otherworldly. You know, this I feel like Skarsgård really feels like this like otherworldly thing who's like yes. creating his like approximation of what what a clown is. Whereas like Curry was always just playing a very straight up like I'm a scary clown, clown. man. Uh, yes, you're yeah. probably 100. percent I think right. that's what's scary. From me what more. I remember from clips, yeah. but never seen this yet. Yeah, and that's I think what I liked about this. Was that otherworldly thing? I loved how fucked up his eyes were all the time. Yeah. They were never straight. I, he didn't. He did that on his own, by yeah. the way. Are you serious? That's I not heard, a digital. T- I, I, no. I've heard he. I, what I heard is that he does actually have a lazy eye that he he can control. But like for this, he just like he let sh- it go. He sh- like the producers were like, "We're going to digitally do this," and he's like, "Actually, I can do it on my own." He showed them. They're like, "Oh." All right, that's this amazing. Because I loved that touch. <laughs> yeah, that his eyes was his eyes were never straight. Yeah, yeah. I regularly. feel like a typical villain or a monster would have his eyes like staring right at us. Yeah, and that just small adjustment really was like to me like you were extra fucking creepy and terrifying by the fact that you I can't tell if you're looking at me or not. Yeah, um, I loved that, and I thought every. I thought, and again, I'm, I'm com- you're coming from someone who's never read a Stephen King, uh, only has known about it, and now, like, I've read a couple of articles since this movie came out to know a couple stuff, we'll touch on that, but that, um, because he's a monster that can, that feeds off your fear, which they can, they could have maybe done a little better, if that's what they're going for, a bigger world thing, but, but the fact that he, like, sort of will freak you out by just going... Off of your own fear, I love that. That, let, that lets that lets there be such a cool playground of creativity just with what's going to come. You don't know, and it was fun to find out what each kid's sort of fear was, mm-hmm. um, visually at least. Like some of the speeches, uh, we'll get to the kids. There's a couple of like, let's break it down. Let's get past the scares, and then we'll talk about the kids mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I liked that. I liked. I liked the, the leopard was so creepy and perfect. I really did enjoy that leopard when he came out for the first time and went after the kid with asthma. Even though I thought his mom was going to be a part mm-hmm. of his scare because his mom was. Is her by the way? Side note: Is his mom wearing a fat suit or is that lady? Because that she she was, like a fat suit. yeah, she did look I like hated like that. Eddie like Eddie Murphy fat suit. Yeah, I did not like <laughs> yeah. that. Touch. It's like yeah, it's that that like weird like like bloated rotundness that like yeah. real people don't have. Real people don't have, and they're like this will like really show yeah. that like she's obese and she's just and I was like yeah. I don't like this touch. Yeah, I no. didn't like it. It made her look weirdly shiny and rubbery. Yeah. Yes, which I, I think uh, was supposed to be scary, but it ended up looking a little distracting. Like I was like, oh, this is makeup. Very much yeah. so. I do feel like it's that's part of like Stephen King's worldview is that like once you turn like fifteen, you either become like a psycho or a pedophile or just like. 
like nobody, no, like no one nobody over gets the, out clean. Yeah, no one over the age of fifteen is like a de- is a decent person. Yes, I think you're very right. That's that's Stephen King's view. But I like that. I liked. I mean, the, the creepy painting that comes yeah. out. I love that. Those were like scares that I even saw them coming, but I enjoyed them. Like yeah. when the painting fall. Yeah, you know, you might. There, yeah. I was like. I mean, I might even ruined it. And I mean, Joan has already. Said, I was like whispered, like she's not going to be in that panic. No. And like, but that wasn't to me like, oh, I'm ahead of it. It was yeah. more of like, great. Now, yeah. where are you coming from? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And she was creepy. Um, uh, what was the other thing? What I like the, the other scare ones? Where he get, he's big. When he gets oh when, he gets, when, oh, when really he comes out of the in the garage, yeah, that's I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, that was such a fun moment. Like for being like, that's why I don't. I think why I wasn't really scared of this movie, guys, was like because it felt like an adventure film. They're, they're, they do a good job of a s- setting up the scare, so you know it's coming, but you still enjoy yeah. it. Yes, that's why I yeah. was like, I enjoyed the scares rather than being actually like s- scared by them. Were you going to say something? Oh no! Uh, yeah, I mean, I, but I do agree with that sentiment. It is. It does feel like a a throwback more to something like The Goonies than yeah. you know a, a horror film from that time period. But what, from from what I the little I know of like the novel and the fact that it like starts with them kids and then they end up adults mm-hmm. still facing the monster, it feels like oh, I guess there is always been that. Yeah, it hasn't been a, just a straightforward. Horror story. It's yeah. it's really an adventure story for yeah. that kids go through, and then as adults, right? And the kids have great performances. Yeah, I thought the kids were all great. Yeah. Um, the smaller moments were better for me. I think the speeches sort of were a little on the nose. A little, yeah, just a little too on yeah. the nose for me. And some of the writing of uh, who was the chubby kid? Ben. 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 Ben, I liked. He was endearing, even yeah. though now I feel like he's going to have to yeah. get over some shit with Beverly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they really well, drove no. that home. Yeah, I guess uh, you don't want. You, do you want part two spoiled? Sure, because that's part of the novel. I don't care. In, Spoil. In, well, at least in the novel, I no- assume that he's ends up being her true love or something. Yes, yeah, yes. In the, in the novel, he gets like <laughs> in the novel, he gets like jacked. He when he grows uh, up, he cool. loses weight. Uh, cool. Yeah, because he also ends up moving again because uh, they don't yeah. establish this, but he's like a military brat. Okay. That's why he moves around a lot. But when he moves to another school, like he joins the track team and loses weight. Yeah. Uh, and turns into sexy bearded John Ritter. <laughs> what? Oh, is that John Ritter's yeah, that character? That's John Ritter, yeah. Um The only thing I don't like really about that message is that that's the only way you can get the girl. So fuck you, fuck you, yeah. Stephen King. For yeah, that. he should have gotten like, fatter if anything. <laughs> well, at least like you don't have to be like now. I'm like fucking. Yeah, like I'm fit as fuck. <laughs> I have a six pack now. Now yeah. I can get you. Yeah, like no, you just like sort of shed your like fucking child weight, yeah. and then you can still get the girl. Like yeah. fuck you, Beverly. <laughs> the thing I didn't like that they changed from the book and the original uh-huh. movie is that um, they rescue Beverly. That doesn't happen in the original. She's the, actually the one that saves them. Oh really? How? Yeah. Like, how does that happen in the book? That she saves in the, them. In, well, in the book, they all go down in the sewer together, and um, well, this is fucked up. This was a huge controversy that they didn't include. That they get lost. Well, also, there's a thing that that's not established in this one about a slingshot. They shoot silver earrings. Well, because here's the thing that also wasn't established: is Richie. 
um, the kid with the glasses, he's afraid of werewolves. Yeah, they have a. I, I've read weirdly because I'll read stuff on movies that scare me that I avoid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a glimpse of the werewolf. Yeah, briefly. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah, scratches yeah. Ben is that he's turning into a werewolf. And at that so point. they realize that like symbolic stuff can hurt it. Because there's a scene that's also not established in this one where um, the Eddie, the kid with the asthma, he he bravely uh, puffs his inhaler in front of the uh, it and goes eat battery acid, and it affects him as if it was battery acid. Yeah, that, uh, that happens they learn, in the book. Yeah, they learn all that info from a space turtle. Oh yeah, because yeah. I know about the turtle. I yeah, read about the turtle yeah. and his appearances in this. It was funny because the article I read about the turtle was like, "Oh, they're like they, they whoever wrote it made it like there's." It almost felt like to me the person that wrote it did not see the movie. He only yeah. saw the trailer because he's like, "There's hints of the turtle." And it was like only mentioned the first part where when Georgie hits the thing that's clearly yeah. supposed to be the turtle trying to somewhat assist because you yeah. can only do it from sort of like a passive way yeah. and then but then I'm like there's a he holds a fucking turtle in this movie oh, yeah, yes. he holds a Lego turtle and Lego I was turtle. like it's don't act I like I miss this. that yeah. <laughs> and then yeah in the, in the scene where uh, Bill goes down to the basement uh, the, that Lego thing he's holding is a Lego turtle yeah uh, that's it that's why out of incorrect Legos that's why and I think that's why he couldn't come in the room so when he, the light yeah. turned on, he came in, but he couldn't. Because that turtle. So yeah. you you could actually, if you could break it down, and th- you could actually break it down and think and say that it didn't turn on the light. It was actually the turtle. Yeah. Then it was outside. So then when he broke the turtle, when he dropped it, yeah. then he became vulnerable to yeah. it yeah. by the logic of there being dueling powers. Well, there's supposed to be a whole scene where Bill gets sucked into the... The creature has a thing called deadlights that uh, Beverly in this movie gets sucked into. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the deadlights, like, you're, like, paralyzed. You're, like, trapped in fear. But the, in the book, um, Bill gets sucked into it and accidentally meets the turtle, who is, like, the antithesis to it. Yeah. He's, like, pure good. He's He creates stuff. He creates life. And he tells Bill how to kill it. And you want to know the reason why they didn't include it in this movie? Why? They couldn't afford it. Really? Why? Because the turtle would be too expensive? CGI. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Pay true. Pay for that big old turtle. It'll well, well, just be uh, like, just make the practical turtles, like the ones from Never Ending Story. Yeah, the big just, tortoises. Just get a regular sized turtle, shoot it against a, a green sc- or a blue screen, because you can't <laughs> Put do it. Put peanut butter in its Put mouth. In its like mouth. Another like 15, maybe? <laughs> And then uh, that was security. Yeah. We were just telling so security. security. Do you want to be on our podcast? Do you want to be on our podcast? We're yeah, talking I'm, about, I'm about it. it. We saw it. We just saw. Uh, okay. We won't spoil it. Walk well, away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what you were saying, Joe? Oh wait, we were talking about the tur- yeah. Um, well, what I've heard about what I've heard about this movie is that uh, the, re- the the big reason they did it in two parts is because they really wanted to do part two with like an A list cast with adults, b- bigger right. special effects. Jessica Chastain is yeah, in talks in to play t- grown up Beverly. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, so they did it. They did the first part uh, with just the kids, yeah, but so wanted could, to prove that yeah. they could get an audience built in. Yeah, and then and then they could really do like an A list version of of part two, which yeah they pulled it off. They really did. I I, I would I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it. I've, I've said it already, but I'll say yeah, it again. Yeah, because the original and the book, the, it goes back and forth. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would assume, the book at least. I didn't know the, the miniseries. The, the miniseries, it, it's a lot of back and forth. There's uh, no, okay. there's not a part where, uh, just a part where they're kids and just a part where they're adults. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because the original movie, it starts off with them adults. 
Oh no, it starts off the same scene as this one, but then quickly cuts to them as, as adults. adults. Yeah. Oh, okay. I bet that is that what the novel does as well. Yes. yes. So yeah. the, the miniseries pretty much is just like we're going to stay pretty true to Stephen King. Yes, I'd say that's true. TV does that a lot. They're yeah. just like just. Do what it says in the. But it showed a lot of stuff the original didn't because it was on television. Yeah. Like you don't see the kid in this one. The version. Yeah, you don't see his arm ripped off. And I loved that. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. Because like I really thought we were gonna just get a like, and like a bite, and then he would disappear. Yeah. I loved. I loved how violent it got. Yeah. Yeah, It sets sets a very good. It sets a good tone up top. It's like this means movie means business. Uh, You are like you know bad things happen to to like kids in this in this world. Uh, Yeah, I loved that. I mean, and it made me go that that this it is a complete threat. Yeah, like if it was just. Uh, like a cutaway like ooh he's gone like a lot of dumb horror movies will do where it's like now I'm like I'm like I'm like wondering what happened. Is yeah. he alive? This was like nah. No, this thing did. fucked him he, up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he fucked up a little yeah. kid. And I mean, there's a lot of things that I know from reading an article so this movie maybe could have made it a little clearer, but I don't know. Like the whole like his his needing their feeding off their fear yeah. is a very cool thing. Yeah. They sort of really quickly get it out there once they're in the house and then they go after it again, which was cool. Um I did like yeah, there's come of those speeches were really dumb to me. Which ones? Um they were just a little heavy handed and if the kids did fine. I just think the writing was a little like it was just like I get what you're doing. You're telling me what I have to feel right now. Like him before he goes in the house was a little much. It felt necessary. It though. felt totally necessary. It just it was me being hypercritical being hypercritical and picky. Uh the one with before he hits it is a little funny. <laughs> when he's like, you made me do this, you made me do this, and that means I'm going to have to hit this clown. But it had a cool turnaround that yeah. I liked, so I have to admit that. Yeah. I liked that moment. The one that I think, the one that bothered me the most, dialogue for children, was Ben. His, how old were they? They're supposed to be like 11 or 12. Great. Oh, yeah. They're 11 or 12. His his curiosity is fine. I can get a kid that's curious about his town or whatever, but his like... His expositional dialogue to explain stuff was insane. I think I laughed at one moment where he was like, "No, I put it together. It's been these years and these." And I like turned to Joe like, "What the fuck? Like this? Like this is insane? Like this? The the knowledge is coming out of him like this?" Well, in the book and the original, they make it a little more sense in that um, it's not Ben that puts it together; it's Mike, the black kid, Uh because. Um, well, they changed it. That This story takes place in the 80s. It's supposed to take place in the 60s. Okay. Originally. And the reason Mike isn't at their school, in this in this case, they're like, oh, he bet Mike is homeschooled. That's why he's at, not and now with he's us. segregated, but, Yeah, right? but before it was, he was segregated. And then he, he, he first joins their school. And, ben, and Mike has a thing with photography. And he was going through photo archives. And he's like, the fuck is up with this town? Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with that. There was another bit of infer. There was another part, Joan. Remember, I laughed and I was mm. like, "That sounded like Ben was talking like an early twenties." Yeah, it was something to do with Beverly. Yeah, 
And I think I it was when they were like, we're out of here. His moment yeah. of like when they were done, his like speech was like to Beverly. And I was like, that does oh, not yeah. sound like a kid. That- he was, oh, yeah. He was when he's like, I thought you wanted to get out of this town, too. Yeah, yeah. that that yeah. was bad yeah. because that legitimately sounded like dialogue written for like, like I would coming out of like, I'd be like, eh, I get that if he was like, yeah. Like, like Ethan 18, Hawk, even eighteen yeah. or older, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawk. But that coming out of a twelve-year-old, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> like you delivered it fine as a child actor, but the dialogue just didn't match up to the age a little yeah. bit for me. Um, but again, it's an otherworldly film. I guess that's what your people will say yeah. to me, and I'll be like, "Okay." But um, our people and that we, the, the scary people. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, I mean, I, I love it, and I think it, it works. It, it's a nostalgia piece, but it. Works really well like yeah, but the nostalgia didn't get in the way for me. oh no, no no i think it works beautifully as that i think it, it you know it not not just in that it is you know set, set in the 80s but it's 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 everything from like the score to the mm-hmm. the uns- to like the ensemble i appreciate it i appreciate yeah. the anthrax soundtrack yes uh i did yeah. hate that moment it uh what why i just that anthrax moment just sound it, i get it it just I, it, felt, it was it felt like a screech for a moment no. but i bet like I to the film like hey, we're gonna stop and have this fucking rock I don't, and I don't it even, didn't ruin the movie for me, but it was like, like I was like, all right. I'm not even. Ta- I'm not even talking about the soundtrack. I'm talking about the like uh, the, the score. The, the score is score. amazing. You know, it does sound like something from you know, like a, a mid like a mid '80s film. For sure. it, a, a little bigger, a little more, bo- a little like more bombastic. But I, yeah. I, I love all that. I think it's you know, a, uh, a no, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't ever fault or sway away from what it's it, what. Yeah. It, Tends to do, um, and Connie, that's just me being nitpicky. That that moment, just literally, I was like, okay, just have the rock war. This is like weird, I enjoyed music that. Video. I remember when it came out, I was like, I appreciated the Anthrax shout out, <laughs> like because like. I saw the original, and you—the last thing you'll think is metal is going to be in this fucking movie. For sure, but it it fit because it was the kids being like, you know what, fuck this, let's fight back. Right. It was a beautiful moment. It was okay moment for me. I was just I like all the, like if you if you anyone got hit with a rock the way those kids did, you'd be like brain dead. Like yeah, they, get, they went like, through so much this movie. The yeah. Kids. Weirdly, in the book, they portray the rock fight more realistically. Oh really? Yeah, I, remember, I feel yeah. like you would fucking as soon as you start throwing rocks at me, I'm done. I'm out of yeah, it. I'm, right, I, yeah. I'm like fuck. This. In the book, they mentioned one of the bullies is like, oh fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I also like uh, those bullies are like like how do those the, like, even one of the bullies says to the yeah. other guy, what the main bully. What's his Henry Bowers? Yeah. Bowers, yeah. Well, he's cutting that goddamn. He cuts Ben's stomach with a knife. His initial, like, there's a psycho loose in your town at that point. Yeah, that's not like like just you know ignorable bullying or like kids will be kids bullying. That's like there's a goddamn like psychopath. In and your that's town. even before it yeah. manipulates him to kill. His dad yeah. and everybody else. That's like no, you're just already messed up. Yeah, this kid's out of control. <laughs> yeah, but Ben. For the kid that's supposed to be the chubby, like, I'm the chubby, like, love interest, comic relief kind of character, that guy apparently is invincible. Yeah. Because he got cut in the stomach and then fell down a hill, ran away, got patched up, then got thrown rocks at him, kept going, then had a werewolf hand scratch his belly, like, probably worse than the cut. I felt like that that was deliberate, like, um, because he attacks all the other kids and he scratched. 
uh, Ben on the belly as almost like a weird shout out to be like, I know you got hurt here already. Uh, yeah, okay. it's like an homage. He loves this bully. That bully yeah. It's like, remember this bullshit. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. that is, um, I can see. I, and it's also setting up, if he is the love interest, it's yeah. setting up he's the stronger of all of them. I will say one, th- one thing that I think, you know, the book uh, hints at better that the movie kind of glazes over in a in a sense uh is the i think like the idea is that there is like this kind that it kind of uh puts this fog over the town uh, so things are forgotten people do ignore this shit a little more uh, easily okay. you know that's why like so many kids can go missing with nobody making a huge deal about it it does kind it, it does kind of like glaze over it's it, and like you know you kept talking about why like why don't the kids talk about this yeah, stuff yeah cuz like and i honestly if anything that ever happened yeah. that happened to these kids yeah. i would immediately want to tell Anybody (laughs) in the book, it's kind of like every time it happens, it then becomes kind of like a half memory. Um, Because I mean, you know, the 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 book, the story is very much about you know childhood trauma and how we kind of block things out and then it comes back. And so yeah, you know, it kind of puts that fog of like trauma over you, so you don't necessarily remember it happening. There's a dreamlike quality to it. That yeah, Yeah. if they hinted at a little more, that would explain like why when like after like your third scary clown attack, you wouldn't be like. like mom, what the, mom, what the <laughs> fuck? A, Talk about it, yeah. or your friends at least, because yeah. you guys are a tight little losers club. Yeah. Okay, like you should be talking about this clown you're seeing. <laughs> like someone should have mentioned it sooner, but that makes sense if they would have at least touched on that yeah. somehow. Like in part two, like in part two, it's they've literally completely, like, they've literally completely forgotten about it. That like not just like the monster, but each other entirely. Yeah, that's it's what like, I've got the impression of from the what I gleaned from like growing up and seeing clips or yeah. something. Yeah, because uh, they don't remember the whole in, the whole their whole childhood until. Because Mike is the only one that stays in the town. Which one's Mike? The black one. Okay. And he, it comes back and he contacts all of them because they made a promise and they literally, until he calls them, have not remembered. Oh. Yeah. And I think that's a fascinating thing to do. I mean, yes, maybe they'll touch on that in this in the sequel. Yeah, I imagine they will. But I, I just, you know, the, just like one or two more mentions of that in this one would have he- like helped I understand, like, oh, why like, why, like why is nobody talking about, like, yeah. like the headless corpse tell me in how the these library? Kids a rock war. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing you mentioned, and I think this weekend, this is a, a weak moment that you said, because you said in the book that Beverly saves them, and I thought that part could have been great in this movie, because <laughs> they set it up to be that, and yeah. they sort of fell short. In they kind of pussied out last second. They, like, she yeah. literally gets woken up by a kiss of true love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that, a little, like... There are two things, that's the thing, is, like, you had a creepy dad that clearly has been raping his daughter, um, which is... More horrifying than anything that that came out of the walls in this, um, but set up that she, when she would face it, eventually would be like, "I've I've dealt with worse, so you yeah. don't fear." I liked that touch. Yeah, but I was like very so. I was I was got a little confused. You guys can clarify mm. for me. So he eats. So his brother Georgie is dead because he did fear him and he got yeah. eaten. Yeah. So everybody floating, they're dead. They're dead or they're dead. Or they're they, dead. They dead. Then I'm confused. They then I'm confused what happened to Beverly then because because Beverly was like, I don't 
like I don't fear you that because was, of this. That was an this. issue I had with this movie because there was too many times where it was set up where normally it'd be like, oh, it got you, now you're dead. But there's a couple of times where it would be like, okay, let's give you your friends a few minutes to find you. Yeah. Like Stan should have yeah. been dead once that lady found him. He should have been dead. But it was like almost like, I'll give the losers a few more minutes to find you. Yeah, well, he, I was... Uh, again, liked this movie. Yeah. He, the kids were getting away from him through the entire movie very easily. I was like, "Wow, you're really, you're really slow." Actually, you come at them fast, but then when they move, you can't catch up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's interesting because we talked about how like setting, uh, like killing Georgie at the beginning in, in a pretty gruesome fashion. Yeah, kind of like ra- immediately raises stakes, but then no one else dies. No one, no, none of the other heroes die. Yes. And I was waiting for at least one yeah. of them to die. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Stanley or the asthma guy. Yeah, so it kind <laughs> of it does it does do it, 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 it's amazing how that does a pretty effective job of being of keeping the stakes high for the entire film without having Killing to kill them. anyone. Yeah, without, I would agree. You know, actually doing anything else. But, but back to Beverly, that's what was driving me nuts. Is like in that moment. He opens his mouth, and you said he presents those, and they do the the deadlights, the deadlights, which they'd never established anyway. So, me as an, a viewer that had never read anything, I'm going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So she's floating. I assume she's there. I she's assume like in a trance, trance, and he's like, well, I, like almost like I'll wait till I can figure out a way to scare you or something. But then in the end, it's just like, oh, we saved her. So if the rest of those kids are all dead, I'm like, I don't get your. Now I, I, I was just confused about yeah. what the, it did. Well, cause, yeah, because yeah, because. Yeah, and then it, and then again, it just it pissed it didn't piss me off, but it just disappointed me that she just couldn't be hurt by him because of her shitty, her shitty home she, life. Yes, because she's been through so much worse. Worse, and then that to me would explain why in the book she could fucking save them and all that. Well, well and she that saves would have been cool for this movie. Well, she saves them in the book and in the original movie different ways. In uh-huh. the in the movie, the first one, she saves them because out of all of them, she has. She has a slingshot that she uses to shoot um, silver uh-huh. at the clown. And painting at, a, at it on his bike. At the at all of them. Um, well, that's a different thing. Okay. At all of out of all of the boys, um, uh, Beverly has the best shot, and it's like, and they realize, oh, she's the one that's supposed to attack it. Uh, okay. And in the book, um, they get lost in the sewers, and they're just like trapped. And and uh, everyone knows why they didn't include this, but she has sex with all of them. Why? I've heard about this multiple. Times to lose online. their childhood to save them. Yeah. I hate that. Come on, Stephen King. You uh, and your room typing away. Stephen King creep. was like, I think this was like, I think written at the height of like Stephen King's like on coke. Cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, okay, yeah. So was he's like, like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. She's fuck all of them. Uh, he, he, had just, a, he had an he interesting comeback to that though. I wonder what his wife. Was like, what did his wife think? Well, he was he like, his, his thing was like this. He's like, children are getting murdered, and you're upset about a child sex scene. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm more upset that they did in the sewer. That's so gross. Yeah, that's very <laughs> gross. Germs everywhere. I mean, kids are gonna have sex. Yeah. I can't stop them, but it is a weird choice for yeah. that. Like to she, they, they literally take turns and all fuck her, and then it weirdly saves them. Yeah, yeah that's weird. And I, <laughs> we could go down a whole Do road of implications of, them, yeah. of like uh, how that even could fuel. The behavior of shitty men Do you in think this world. They're like one of them is like just now only can have sex in sewers. Yes, <laughs> Stanley for yeah, sure. I can only fucking. <laughs> well, here's the thing: in the original, Stanley's the one that gets attacked because he's the one that doubts it the most and strays from the group the most. And so, in the sewers, as children, Stanley's the one that gets separated. 
and gets he's the one that gets sucked into the deadlights. Oh, yeah, and you said he meets the the, the turtle there. Yeah, um, I don't know. Bill, I just, Bill encounters the turtle. Stanley's the one that almost gets killed. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know that that just disappointed me. What they did with Beverly, they set up something I think that would have made her very like the hero yeah. and they were like nah we're yeah, gonna back she's down just, and then like, give a kiss and it was like great she saved like the end of fifth element Ugh. she's like bait they just use her as bait at the yeah. end like princess in the uh, princess in the castle and that was a little that was very yeah. disappointing that was sewer fucking <laughs> I would have rather had, had sewer, sewer fucking, fucking than just have her have to be Every saved movie I go, I'm like I just saw battle of sexes where's the sewer fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's your review for yeah, everything where's now where's the sewer fucking where's the sewer fucking okay. don't leave it out no don't yeah don't leave well, it out. Stephen King, I was reading his memoirs and he was saying like this book is the one that gave him the most writer's block because this was the one where he wanted to include all of his favorite monsters and it was able to do that because he could transform into different monsters. Right. But he also was like, how the fuck am I going to end this? And it uh, shows a couple of times throughout the book. One, sewer fucking two, the ending. Yeah. yeah how but the fuck am I going to I feel like that's You like can every... spoil it because I know, I know the miniseries ends with him taking the form of a giant spider and then beating it. And yeah. then ripping its heart out. How does that's that supposed the, to be its actual form? Yeah, uh, a giant yeah. spider. That's giant a dumb form. Spider for an a alien. spider or like another dimensional. It's from another, another dimension. dimension. That's a that's New a galaxy. Weak, that's a like it, like that's it, a weak form. It crashed onto Earth a million years ago and happened to stay in the spot of Dairy Maine. Yeah, because it could just feed on kids, right? <laughs> uh, what? A, real quick though, how does is the book the same way? The bed giant spider. Pretty much. Okay, but the movie executed it very poorly. Yeah, yeah I, it, it, I've seen that image. It seems other, more otherworldly. I mean, also, you know, it glows like green, right? Yeah, I mean, it has deadlights. Yeah, I mean the the book can because it, it's not visualizing it. The book can do a better job of kind of like implying that the that the this is a otherworldly thing that like our brains can't really com- comprehend. Really comprehend, and it's almost like the spider is kind of like the closest our consciousness can get to understanding what the, like right. or, or picturing this thing but it really it's like this otherworldly like Lovecraftian type horror so like you can never like books you can do a book you can do that a movie you never really can because you have to you have to show it yeah you're totally right uh, that, that, that is the limitations and the and the skill of when you can pull it off and a good story on they're supposed to literally also be a ritual called the ritual of chud that they perform on the clown and none of that's included yeah a ritual of chud what does that mean they, he learns about it from the turtle. Uh, okay. Well, with that said, everything with not knowing the book, not knowing anything about the mythology, I think it's a highly enjoyable film. I wasn't scared. I'd watch it again. Not probably not in the theater, but if it, I'd watch it again. It was worth seeing in the theater, definitely though. Yeah, yeah, yeah visually, it's, a good movie. It's, it's, it's cinematically. Again, I love that giant with yeah. you. I'm with you on that garage scene. Yeah. I think him being giant and crawling after him, very good. Yeah. Going like going to see it uh, like opening night with a packed audience. Like, oh, that I bet that's fun. One of the most fun movie experiences I've had in a very long time. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. like movies like this. It's like when I saw Get Out with a packed yeah. audience. It's just like you're all. 
interacting. Yeah. You're on the same yeah. wavelength for like that that hour yeah. or two. And I, I like it's it's not cynical. It's not uh, you know. There's no irony to it. I like yes. that they're do. You know, they. I feel I feel like you know we are coming out of a period of of you know filmmaking. Uh, like a lot of stuff is is delivered very like wink wink. We're not like you know all mm-hmm. like all the fucking Marvel movies are very like wink wink. They any any moment that is taken. Uh, that is sincere is immediately undercut with a joke, joke or a wink to the audience. And this is a very, like, there's none of that. It, it takes itself and its story, like, very seriously. And I like, I love that. And I, I want... But not uh, too seriously, because I don't think it, like, swayed into the part... Even in the speeches that I was like, ah, that's dumb or that. I was like, it's... I get it. I get where this fits. Yes. But I mean, like, the point... Yeah. But, I mean, but I mean, after the speech, it's not someone's being, like... There's not Whoa, some, like, man. joke. Like, great speech asshole. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's no Tony. There's no Tony you know, Stark you in the group. Great it's pretty, it's pretty much a, just yeah. no Tony Stark in the yeah, group. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but I, I liked hearing about this him being another O'Reilly because I do think that in this movie I got the feeling that Pennywise was not a traditional monster and he felt like very otherworldly without yeah. telling me, which was cool. Yeah, I think this. I don't. I know you're not familiar with Stephen King's other work too much but it does illustrate misery and i loved misery that's one of my favorite movies um it illustrates the some of the best things he's at it's like one he's weirdly good at establishing children's relationships with each other you'll see that in stand by me yeah you'll see that in um i can't think of one right now <sighs> children but, of the corn <laughs> <laughs> but like he uh and his he creates villains or monsters that you're curious about their backstory like he he, he like Pennywise is really er- very enigmatic and like you want to know more about him like what because the fact that he's been around for y- hundreds of years makes people very curious about him yeah yes yeah, I would agree with that I agree with that <laughs> and yeah like just the hi- the history of a monster he makes you curious about it and the the relationships I feel like other than the sexualization of Beverly I feel like all the children characters are treated very humanely oh yeah we didn't talk about the sexualization I mean we're, we need it to wrap up it was weird I hated everything that was like sexual I was like you could have done this without yeah. just, and again it was just moments where the filmmakers and the way they shot it I was like you yeah. didn't need to shoot it like yeah. that it's shot like it, it's 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 shot like a fucking like dude in his thirties is shooting it, and you know you, I think you can I think there's a way to do it where you kind of you know hint at the idea that this is you know kind of a this relationship or this friendship is also kind of like a sexual awakening for these kids, yeah. but it's not shot through like a kid's perspective. It's shot very much through a like oh, a so pervy sh- like thirty five year old man. The way they're looking at her while she's yeah. like just yeah. laying down, you're like, no, like, no. If anything, these kids would act like, yeah, ugh, I hated that. I hated. It. I can't even describe it because I'm just I didn't like it. What I think Moonrise. I'm gonna just use it to reference that like Moonrise Kingdom does. I think it very well. The sexualization between those kids. It feels very kids. innocent. Yeah. yeah, where it's like, oh, this makes sense. You're yeah. not over-sexualizing it. The filmmaker yourself, like, yeah. Wes, is not getting off. Like, and yeah, they're just, like, little... Like, it's just, like, the, the, the like little things. Like, they, they really... The camera really like lingers on that moment of her like taking of her, like taking her, her undra- dress. It's in slow mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when it's like, like that's yeah. not the moment. The moment yeah. is she's out doing exactly. Them. Yeah, yeah. And then her, yeah, them creeping on her while she sits there in her underwear. I was just like, come yeah. on, get out of here. Yeah, and then they just like stare at her and yeah. And also, as someone who is mm-hmm. a woman, like. Being a young girl and with a group of boys, you're not going to be super chill in your underwear. I'll tell no you that right way. now. I agree. 
Especially uh, if it's a boys, but a group of boys you don't know that well, you're gonna be like, yeah, and you have a creepy dad. Yeah. One of the boys has in, inverted nipples out. <laughs> ben and his inverted, inverted nipples. nipples. Uh, that, that's got to be a thing. Out. <laughs> that's got to be a thing. It's, it's got. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, got to bother him. I mean, he's going to hear I'm this. Sure, I'm sure there's a Tumblr post about it already. <laughs> uh, uh, but hey. thank you um, both for joining me thank on this you. first night of 31 Days to Scare Dave. Ooh, I've <laughs> seen the list. There's a couple I want to. I'm definitely want to join you guys. Okay. For. Well, I'll let you know. I mean, I'm going to try my my plan is to watch one once a day. Okay. So it's either, it just depends on when I have time each day to do it. So cool. sometimes it just, I'll let you guys know when I do it. Let's do it. Um, but there will be two more episodes of this with just the Connie and Dave episodes to catch up on throughout the month about my viewings as well as, and there'll be another one at the very end, a bonus episode that will recap the end of my, uh, my journey to this scary month. Um, uh, but it's, it's a great start. Um, just for you listeners, um, thank you for listening. If you can, um, you can follow the podcast and stay up to date on everything on Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat at, at IWWAO. We also have a Facebook page. Follow us to keep updated. Oh, and if you want to come to the live show, just like hang out around at the Arclight at yeah. 1 a.m. Yeah, hang out at the Arclight at 1 a.m. for the live show. No one's here except for a security guard. They wanders, is wandering around. It's the first time we've ever done a live show. It's, it's amazing. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, and then you can go onto iTunes. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review. Those reviews and the ratings will bring more listeners to us, which can only make the podcast even better. Um, so thank you again for listening. And remember, if you, you haven't seen it once, you, you can't, can't complain. I, uh, I read part of the well, I saw the original, and I also read part of the book. There's not a house scene. Oh. Oh, yeah. that house. So I wonder if they did that in order to build a haunted house for oh, promotion. Oh, totally. It's marketing. This has been a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.